Well, hello, hello, everybody. How you doing? How you doing? You know who this is. This is the S Machine. This is episode number 217 of the S Anthony Says Podcast. How are you doing? How are you doing, my friends? It's great to hear from you, even though you couldn't possibly be hearing this yet because I'm recording it right now and it doesn't come out for a couple of days. But you get the point, you bastards. You know, I just want to say thank you guys for everything. You guys have been really, really cool. New people. Thank you. New people in Great Britain. Thank you. New people in Australia. Thank you. New people in Canada. Thank you. And people who used to live here but now live in Japan who are American citizens but working there in other countries that you were told by people still living here to listen to this crap. And then I found that, that you listened to this crap and now you like this crap. You are now sass potters. And thank you, you bastards. But let me ask you, let me talk to my sass potters, and that, that would be you, about something pretty cool here. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's cool. I, I think I think it's basically relatable, and, and we'll see what the deal is here. Um, I'm on Facebook. I think everybody's on Facebook. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably um, heard about what's you know, uh, recommended to, to this show via Twitter, most likely, because that's where I'm the most active online is Twitter. And... Um, I'm on Facebook now and I'm on Facebook a little more than I used to be because, you know, obviously, if you listen to this show, you know that there's a bunch of uh, relatives that I, that I reconnected with and that I'm contacting. And, and I and, and I, I'm, I'm glad about Facebook because of that, because they, I was able to find them and they were able to find me. And it's really, really cool because they're cool people. And the same thing with some of my old buddies, some of my old friends. I found some of my old friends on Facebook and some of them found me. And one of the old friends that I found was an old friend of mine who wasn't a girlfriend and I wasn't a boyfriend. We were friends. They call it, quote, friends with benefits. But I, I call it um, personally. Uh, that's a little bit too sweetsy for what I like. I like to I like to coin my own phrases for my relationships and things. And basically we were the um, how can I put this in the most poetic way, the sweetest way, the nicest way. We were the spare tire bang for each other. And you're probably going, what the hell are you talking about? Let me ask you a question. What's your spare tire? When your car gets a flat on the tire, you know, either you have to get a new tire or you're getting your tire repaired. But while you're waiting for the tire to get repaired, what do you do? You slap on the spare tire. Now, it gets you there. It gets the job done. It gets you home safely. You're glad you have it. You know that's not going to be the tire that's going to stay on the car. No. You know that from the beginning. No. You know that you're going to take it back out off the rim and put it back in the trunk and put it in that little compartment and have it right there just in case you need to pull it out again. Well, guess what? For me, she was that. And for her, I was that. Not after, I'm not talking about right after you break up with someone. I'm talking about if you've been, you've been single for quite a while and it's like, I really just want someone to jump on top of me and someone to jump on top of that's disease free, not going to get overly attached, isn't crazy and I already like. Ta-da, hi. Yeah, this is S. Anthony, what's up? I was wondering, I know what you were wondering, I'm already on the way. Hey girl, I know what you want, of course you do. You home right now? Yes, I am. I'm on the way. Fantastic. And then one of us would, you know, and, and we would just do take care of the business, if you understand what I'm saying, and destroy each other for a, for a couple of days in a row. And then we'd go, okay, that was cool. I ought to take care of the business for a while. And then she, you know, we'd still be friends and cool. And I wouldn't be like romantically looking for her and she wouldn't be romantically looking for me. We just jumped on top of each other. And that was the end of that. 
and it was fun. And of course, you know, eventually we went our separate ways. We're still cool. We're still buddies and everything like that. And I'm not going to identify her, but she knows who she is. And she's listening right now. And I'm sure she's probably laughing because she knows what I'm about to talk about. Ha ha. You knew you, you said it was OK to talk about it. So I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> we connected on Facebook again. And I used to watch. You know, she used to watch my page and I watched her page. It was just one of those things you keep in contact with and thumbs up and like and say, hey, what's going on? There's somebody that was a good friend of yours and is still a good friend of yours. And it was really weird. I would, I would watch the the photos on Facebook and you, you know, she'd be out with her girlfriends and they all have little tight dresses on looking all good and everything. You know what I'm saying? And all this kind of stuff. And they have a little hashtag team homegirls, team girlfriends, team crew thick, team crew, four girls, four babes, four hotties, four this, four that. And it was really cool. And because she knew who I was and listened to my crap, she recommended my crap to her other three friends who also listened to this crap and are also listening to this right now, most likely. So now I had her, who was a friend already, and now I had those, those three hot uh, slices, those uh, those all four of those hot slices of chocolate cake were friends of mine now on Facebook. One that I knew personally, as I already explained, and the other three through Facebook. So now we're kind of contacting, contacting, uh, contacting each other. They're sending, they're, they're joking and thumbs upping my crap, and I'm thumbs upping their crap, and that's it. Nothing more than that. And then I started to notice, and this happens on, on on social media all the time, and I really think they should come up with a social media platform called Popcorn, because essentially, if you're not, if, if, if the person you're talking to or the person you read, whose page you're reading, is not someone that you actually will talk to on a regular basis or want to talk to on a regular basis, you like them, but you don't want to talk to them on a regular basis, you're just basically eavesdropping on their life. You're just basically watching what's going on. And because, in my case, on Facebook, I knew all four ladies. I could see on their pages as they would interact with me and I would interact with them. I could see a summer storms a brewing. That's why there should be one called popcorn. You know, because like here, I know these people personally, but it's still just as interesting watching strangers' lives turn into complete crap and watching strangers' lives become wonderful, right? Either one is interesting. Why should I just be stuck with watching people I know whose life turn into crap and people I know whose life turn into something wonderful? Damn it, I want a social media platform called popcorn so i can watch strangers lives turn into whatever they turn into back to my friends on facebook hashtag four hotties four chocolate babes four babes four honeys for the, the there's only three of them now what the hell's going on and then when i noticed it was always three i'm thinking well maybe someone's off on vacation maybe somebody got married i just didn't check her page and i want to go there and congratulate her so i'm just watching three honeys three and then all of a sudden the hashtags started to change the three remaining girls on my friend's page all of a sudden it wasn't just three honeys it was like I can trust. It's nice to have two girls, two girls. And this is the hashtag. The whole hashtag is it's nice to have two girls you can trust with the words two girls and trust in capital letters. Oh, no. Sometimes when people leave your life, it's good because they shouldn't have been there in the first place. Yep. That was a long ass hashtag. Oh, no. And things like that. Girls I can trust. Real friends. Oh, no. 
So you go to the other girl's page and trying to figure out exactly what's happening. And you see her and she's in pictures by herself. Hashtag finally free. Hashtag don't need them. Hashtag screw those bitches. Oh, no. She said bitches. I think I better go back to the first page because I know they're monitoring her page. And I wonder what they let me. Hashtag that bitch ain't shit. Okay, it's now hashtag battle time. Oh, no. You see the lady that was kicked out of the crew and all of a sudden, instead of just having regular hashtags, now she's found two friends. And her hashtags now finally three capital letters, tens and not just a three and a ten and three sevens. Ooh, another shot over the bow. Ooh. You go back to the original friends page. She sees that crap. And now she has to have a hashtag three girls who don't need makeup. Or regular blood test. Oh, the hashtag battle just goes back and forth. And it's ugly. It's ugly. It's ugly. But I'm loving every second of it. I'm, I'm wishing I had some popcorn to watch this crap. Because that's what you do on social media. You watch other people's lives either turn great or turn into crap. Also, cat videos. <laughs> Now, one of the things that people do on social media also is they will go through your friends list and find out who you're friends with. Now, dudes really don't give a crap for the most part. We just don't care. I didn't even I mean, I knew that that was available. But what the hell do I want to go through your friends list for? I don't give a crap. I barely want to know what you're doing. So I'm definitely not going to scroll through 700 or a thousand people to find out who you like and who you don't like i don't care if you were here telling me who you like and who you don't like you know what i would say you know what how about we change the subject because i don't care who you don't like it doesn't matter shut up punk that's right i have three thousand something friends on facebook she literally went through all 3,000 of my friends to find out if I was still friends with the one that got thrown out of the crew. And obviously I was because I don't unfriend people because I don't pay that much attention to Facebook like that. If it's not a personal friend or family that I've seen in the past year or two, I just kind of, you know, whatever's coming down the damn timeline or whatever the hell, I'm sorry, news feed, I'll look at it going, yeah, that's interesting. And then I move on. If I know you, I'll comment and like and don't like. If I don't, I probably don't even really notice. But she went through 3,300 friends. Scroll, 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 scroll. And the thing was, I don't know how far down she had to go to find that thing. Well, that thing. I mean, that, 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 that account. But she found it. Oh, no. Now, keep in mind, we haven't physically seen each other in a long time, long time. All right. We like, you know, and she, uh, I get an angry man. High S. Now, it just looked like high S. It wasn't typed in any particular way. But when you've known someone for a long period of time and you've been in someone a few hundred times, you can kind of tell when they're angry. Oh, no. Also, the 27 uh, exclamation points. <laughs> so, how's it going? It's going good. Mm. 
I said, oh, thanks for liking my picture. Did you like that dress? I think you look great. I mean, you know, you, you always thought you were awesome, awesome lady. You know what I mean? Oh, that's great. That's great. You know, my friends, uh, and then she mentions their names. They both said hi. Yeah, I know. They said hi. Uh, they, you know, they, they they contact me on Facebook every once in a while, you know. And they say they like the show and everything, and I appreciate that. And, they, you know, they recommended some folk and all that kind of crap. Oh, that's great. I'm glad your show's doing well. Yeah, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Now, even though we weren't in a relationship, we were friends who occasionally jumped on top of each other. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I still know when that long pause happens. Now, you're going, this is Facebook, dude. What's what, the, what do you mean long pause? See, she's one of those people that knows how to type. So when I would type something to her, like two seconds later, eight paragraphs would come back because she knows how to type. And I do not know how to type. So, what, I mean, I, I don't type that. I mean, I type like 30 40 words a minute you know what i mean i mean i, I don't really you know she's she's like she's one of those 170 words a minute ladies so it's like you know you know no big deal so i know and she and she always used to give me a hard time by the fact that you type so slow what do you type 30 words a minute 30 40 30 to 40 minutes a minute, probably close to 30 and she would always tease me about how long it took me to reply back to her and she would make it a point to reply back to me quickly she didn't reply back to me quickly this time I thought that maybe she got distracted from the phone. Oh, phone. Well, yeah, it was on her phone. She was probably texting. She was probably uh, Facebooking from her phone. She got distracted from the phone, right? You know, sometimes you're writing with someone and something comes up and you just kind of leave or, or put your phone down and do what you got to do and then come back to it. And, no, oh, sorry, I got, sorry, I had got distracted by blah, blah. Oh, no. This wasn't one of those distracted things. This one was one of those, I'm mad at the bastard and I want to look at the phone. Even though he can't see me, I'm looking at the phone hard. And even though I couldn't see her, I could feel her eyes burning through my damn chest. Oh, no. And she writes back. And now instead of getting a normal 27-page freaking Iliad and the Odyssey length crap, all of a sudden I'm starting to get back three and four word answers when I'm replying to her question. She'd ask me a question, I'd answer it. Then she'd reply back with two or three words. Oh, no. Beating around the bush, asking about crap she knows she doesn't care about. I know she's setting me up. It's like a boxer when they keep throwing those jabs and those feints and you know, daggone well, the right cross is coming, but they smack you a couple of times with the left hand and you have to start honoring the left hand and then the right hook comes and knocks you in the face. Well, I know the right hook's coming and I got my hand up. I'm ready. How's. And she mentions the lady's name and I go. I don't know. I mean, she's, I guess she's doing all right. Yeah. You know, she's not with us anymore. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything all right? Oh, everything's okay. I mean, we're doing good. I don't know what I don't know what she's doing, but we're doing just fine. We don't need her. Mm-hmm. Has she written anything to you lately? Uh not really. I mean, I mean, the most she ever does is she goes, you know, great show or that you know, she'll mention something that she heard on the show and that uh, LOL or whatever. And, you know, that kind of thing. Or, you know, I'll get a thumbs up. So, I mean, if she I, I do a show once a week, as you know, so, you know, I, I maybe a message a week, you know, like after the show, that was great, blah, 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 that kind of thing. Oh, so she's a big fan now. Um, Yeah, you 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 recommended the show to her and then, you know, so. And she likes the show, so she listens. Oh, oh, great. So she's a groupie or something, right? Uh, I've never actually physically met her. I bet she would physically meet you. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> I, mean, I bet she would. 
I'm waiting for the right cross to come. I know it's coming. I just don't know where. I'm, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. So, um, yes. Are you, are you, you, uh, so you still friends with her, huh? Uh, yeah, Facebook friends. But, oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I unfollowed her. Okay. You know, because, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to follow people that I can't trust, you know? Mm-hmm. you know so uh you know and 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 me and and she mentions the two other friends that are still her friends you know we all like the show too and there's three of us you know and it's, it's one of her you know and you know it's just you know you know i mean you know me i mean you really know me you know remember we used to yes i know we used to get it on i know yeah i mean i really enjoyed it i enjoyed it also with sex i mean come on so you know i mean we we have a close bond right yeah we, you know, we've been friends for a long period of time and we got it on a few hundred times i get it yeah i mean you know we're, we're cool, you know, I mean, I consider you a good friend, you know? Yeah, you know, so I was just wondering why, you know, since she's not part of our group anymore, the three of us, you know, she's the last one to be a part of the group and the last one that I recommended the show for. I was wondering, you know, you know, if, if you know, if, if you like her more than you like us. Uh, well, I, I obviously don't like her more than I like you. I actually know you. Uh, the other two ladies are cool, you know, I mean, I just, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, she can still listen to the show, but I mean, that doesn't mean you have to like, you know, be friends with her or anything. I mean, I mean, it's not like I write her or talk to her or anything. It's just like, there's, there's thousands of people that listen to the show. It's not like, you know, it's just not like I, she's at my house or something. It's like, you know, I got people in different countries and stuff. And I mean, it's like, so what I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you have all those people that are listening, it's not like you don't, you don't need her to be listening. Uh, what, what are you saying? I mean, what is it? I'm saying unfriend that bitch. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Come on. Okay. I mean, I mean, who do you like more? Her or me? I, 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 like I said, I already like you. I mean, did you, I mean, excuse me, excuse me. Did she give you any ass? I gave you, you had this ass so many times and you're going to choose that bitch over me. No, no, I'm not choosing her over you. The need you need to unfriend that bitch. That's what you need to do. Oh boy. Is this going to become a thing? Yes, it is. Oh, all right. All right. So did you actually scroll through 30 something, 3000 something names just to find? I I typed in the bitch's name at the top. You don't have to scroll through. You don't look at friends much. I just, I typed the bitch's name and then it came right up and I felt embarrassed because like I said, I don't check other people's friends. And I, I obviously there's a box when you go to friends, you can type in the name, it'll pop right up, but I just don't even look up. So I had a little brain fart and didn't even think of that. And she's laughing at me because of that. So like clockwork after the other show, um, a show, another show ends and the other lady, Oh, great show. This, that, this, that, this, that. And I'm going, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just like reamed me out because I'm still friends with you. You know that, right? Uh, I, I I assumed she was gonna do something like that. She's crazy. She probably she probably scroll through all your damn friends and then no, you don't actually have to scroll through. Oh, that's right. There's that little box at the top, and you can type in the name. Yeah, I, I forgot about that too. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, I have a history with her, and you know, yeah. She told me you y'all y'all you know y'all used to get together and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, what you say about it? Never mind. Never mind. That's not important. <laughs> anyway. But what I'm saying is that she's, you know, I mean, we've been friends for a long period of time. And, 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 and I know you're going to have to unfriend me or something, right? 
Yeah. I mean, I don't have to unfriend you, but it's like, I know she's a real big pain in the ass. That's why I'm not friends with her now. Listen, I know you have a history with her. So listen, how about this? You unfriend me and then I'll just follow you. You don't think she's going to search through the follows? Oh, well, I already subscribed to the show, so it's no big deal. I'll just, I'll, you know, if I want to comment on the show, I'll, I'll do it on the direct message or something like that. And I, or I'll, I'll, I'll email you with the thing. Okay. Thanks. I really appreciate that. Sorry about that. That's not a problem. I know the bitch is crazy. <laughs> and that's what my recent, uh, <laughs> that's what it was recently like for me on Facebook. That's the kind of drama. I'm sitting there going, are you kidding me? And I'm in the middle of this. And all I wanted to do, all I wanted to do was just sit back and watch those jackasses fight. Why did they have to involve me? But just, but since I know that all four of you are listening to me, I just want to say to the, to the lady that I, that's a friend of mine that I used to take to Bang City on a regular basis. Um, I have, of course, changed the story a little bit. Um, because I, you know, just to protect the people, and of course, I am not still in contact at all with the other lady that's not a part of you three, okay? Because that, I mean, that would be, you know, kind of weird. Even though we haven't physically seen each other in years, and I haven't jumped on top of you and taken you to Bang City in, in a long time, um, I just want to let you know that I'm still, I'm, I'm still your friend, and that other hot lady who um, is a is, a, is you know, is, is 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 kind enough to comment on my show positively every freaking week even though I haven't had sex with her 713 times, um, even though she, you do, I mean, you, somebody I've, 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 I've taken the bang city on a regular basis. You know, you, you comment every like once a month, Hey, good job ass. But she comment, but even because of that, I, I I'm loyal to you because of the orgasms. So, um, uh, I just want to say that I, of course, I'm not in contact with her at all. <laughs> Hit the pause button. Listen, I got news for you. I ain't turning away no fans for nobody. It ain't like I'm still nailing her. Must be crazy. I'm going to turn down somebody that writes positive shit about me every week. You must be crazy. Hit the unpause this. So like I said, um, I got rid of her. And uh, yeah, so lady who I used to get it on with on a regular basis who was still a friend of mine and has two hot friends uh, in that state, in the state that's not the state that I'm living in who wants me to get rid of the other person because the other person is the newest to the crew. I got rid of her. I promise. <laughs> segment over alright guys let's talk about something interesting here <laughs> sometimes people will do some stuff that makes you look at them a different way it makes you look at them a different way now sometimes it makes them look at a, a different way temporarily sometimes it makes you, you, you look at them a different way in a positive way they'll do something great and you go wow I knew you were a great guy but I didn't know you have that in you ooh you were a great lady but I didn't know you could do that that kind of thing but sometimes they do some dumb crap and you look at them a different way forever you know and it, sometimes it's something small and stupid you know sometimes it's something small and stupid I know guys that kind of let a friendship peter out because they found out that a guy had never seen Enter the Dragon, The Godfather, or any Chuck Norris movie. And even though that may seem silly, how the hell can you hang out with a guy that's never seen a Bruce Lee movie or a Chuck Norris movie or never seen The Godfather? You ever seen a Shawshank Redemption? Never heard of it. What? You're a dude and you've never seen Shawshank 
or you gotta there's three movies as a dude you have to see or i can't hang out with your punk ass and those three movies include any movie by bruce lee the shawshank redemption or one of the first two godfathers if you haven't seen at least one of these movies get out of my face punk and then come back when you're a real man yeah i said it you you can't that's when you have to hit the punk button on somebody if they haven't seen those i remember one guy was hanging out with us and we were having a great time he seemed like a great guy and we're talking about shawshank redemption we're all acting out scenes from shawshank redemption not the scene with the sisters if you've seen the movie you know what i'm talking about we ain't react we ain't reenact that crap no we reenacted the roof the rooftop scene where he walks up to the guard do you trust your wife and he almost gets thrown over the off the damn roof we talk about that we talk about the whole ending of the movie with the beach and the boat and all that crap and the old dude hanging himself because he can't function outside of prison all of that crap we all all like touched in our hearts because we're dudes and he's looking at us like i never heard of it now, if he was a young dude, I could get it. The dude was damn near 45. He was 43 or 44 years old. And I wanted to slap the crap out of him. How could you? Okay, hold on for a minute, punk. Remember, there's three movies. Any one of the Godfathers. Well, sorry. Any one of the first one of the first two Godfathers. The hell with the rest of them. One of the first two Godfathers. Shawshank, of course, as we just spoke of. And any movie by Bruce Lee. Okay. Have you ever seen a Bruce Lee movie? No, strike two, punk. Strike freaking two. The Godfather. Can you act out any scene from any Godfather or any or perform any quote from the Godfathers one or two? I've never seen them get away from us, punk. And then we took him into a back alley, drop kicked his punk ass into a trash can and kicked the trash can down the street and watched it roll off into the distance. Punk can't can't hang with a punk like that. Get out of here, punk. We had to replace that guy in the crew. Another guy comes in, has seen all the movies. He knows Shawshank Redemption back to front, front to back, and we high-five him. We got a dude in the crew. But is he a super dude like the rest of us? You gotta, if you gotta be, to be a super dude, you gotta be able to know two of the movies. He actually acts out the, the scene where Bruce Lee fights Ohara and Enter the Dragon. Balls don't hit back. He acts it out, even has the punch combinations correctly, even though he's not a Wing Chun practitioner. So, well, right, you're a super dude. But are you a mega dude? Are you a mega dude? You're going to act like a man. He starts acting out Godfather. We high five the bastard. You're an ultra dude like us. Ultra dude. That's what we thought, but we spoke too fast. Oh, we spoke too fast. At the time, we had all, we were all performing. We had to be all doing shows in the Philadelphia area. And I'm in Philadelphia visiting relatives. Okay, I was in Philadelphia to get it on with a girl that was a girl i was seeing at the time my relative just happened to be in philadelphia <laughs> full disclosure and i was also doing a show there i'm hanging out with my boys and this dude is just proven we think to be an ultra dude we thought that's what we thought we thought and we're going all right guys that's enough drinking and i didn't drink by the way i'm the designated driver uh, there's enough drinking you drunk bastards they weren't really drunk yet let's go get some cheese steaks yeah we're all high-fiving yeah we're in philly we're gonna get cheese steaks real cheese 
cheesesteaks, thick cheesesteaks, cheesesteaks with double cheese and double steak and triple onions and quadruple cheese and everything else you throw on a cheesesteak because we're all born and raised in Philadelphia. So we know steaks, not that crap you get around the rest of the country and the world that isn't really a cheesesteak. It's just a steak sandwich called a cheesesteak and they need to stop that crap. But we're in Philly and we're going to get a real cheesesteak and we're talking to the guy and everybody's talking about what they're going to get in their cheesesteaks the way real men, ultra men like their cheesesteaks. We're going to get the double onions and triple this and all of that crap. And one guy, a guy who's a real ultra man like me said, you know what? This other place has this thing where they have this special garlic bacon that they put on the cheesesteaks. And we're all going, well, guess what? Ha <laughs> ha. We're going there. Damn it. I don't care. I want my cheesesteak with the double cheese and the quadruple meat and the triple onions and the quadruple onions and the quadruple and quintuple mushrooms and double hot sweet peppers and double this, that and all that crap. And now double special garlic bacon. And the guy goes, oh, really? And we're thinking maybe he thinks putting bacon on the steak's a little bit too much because let's be honest, there's a lot of meat in the steak. So we're like, yeah, we're going to, hey, it's bacon, dude. You can't make me go wrong with bacon. I don't really like bacon. Insert the dramatic chipmunk music right here. What? I don't really like bacon. I'm sorry, what did you just say? I don't like bacon. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, I, 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 I'm sorry, it sounded like you said you didn't like bacon. I don't like bacon. (sighs) And we all look at each other. Oh, so close. We were just about to give you your Ultra Man, Mega Man, Incredible Man jacket to go along with the rest of us. But you were, I mean, you're, you're like a guy that... It's an overtime. A guy drop back. I pass you the ball. You do a juke move, right? There's no time on the clock. We're down by five points. I hit you with the ball, and all the defensive backs and safeties are not even within striking distance from you. You're running around. The people on the sideline are high fiving each other. The crowd's going crazy. Millions of fans watching the game at home are sitting there celebrating because, yay, you caught the ball. Yay, you're about to go into the end zone. Yay, we're going to win the Super Bowl. He's all alone. And then you trip and fall out of bounds at the one yard line. Oh, no, that's how close you were, punk. He actually had one arm on the Ultraman, Mega Man, Superman club jacket to be an Ultraman, Mega Man like us with our cheesesteaks and bacon coming soon. Us knowing Shawshank Redemption, us knowing Bruce Lee, us knowing the Godfathers and all of us are really mega Ultraman because we know all the about both the Godfather movies back and front. Shawshank Redemption, every Bruce Lee movie and every other movie a real man needs to know. But we only require three to enter the club And this bastard was so close. I don't like bacon. And we're looking at him like, wait a second. He's so close. I mean, we may have to just, we may have to waive the bacon rule for him because he's so close. He's he's almost perfect for the club. I don't know. I mean, are you willing to try bacon? No, I just discussed. I I don't, I just, I I hate bacon. You hate bacon. He still has one arm in the jacket. I'm just about. I mean, he literally has one arm in the jacket. I'm about to put the jacket on him. We have the trophy. We're about to start the trophy ceremony. And this bastard says he doesn't like bacon. I'm like, oh. 
I'm still trying to figure out in my mind how to make him ready for the club because I said even though bacon not liking bacon is a real punk thing to do when you're a super mega ultra man like the rest of us but I like this guy and even though he disgusts me right now because he doesn't like bacon I'm trying to overlook it because he's so cool otherwise and I'm looking I'm going are you is it because of religious reasons because if it's because of religious reasons we can waive the rule he's in the club no problem if he's Muslim and he can't eat bacon or whatever some other religion where he can't eat bacon no problem if he's a vegan and he just doesn't eat meat no problem I don't know why he'd go to a cheesesteak place maybe he's just going to hang out with us no problem are you a vegan no you're not a vegan no are you are you Muslim no so there's no religious reason you don't like bacon no I just don't I think it's I just don't like the taste of bacon you uh, we're all looking at each other we're trying to figure out a way to in our minds let this punk into the club and then one of the guy goes oh man he probably don't even like chocolate chip cookies <laughs> laughing he goes no i think chocolate chip cookies are disgusting what so you don't like bacon or chocolate chip cookies is that what you just said yes and i ripped the other i ripped the jacket off his punk ass and i looked at the guys and i said guys loogie up and we all hawked up some good loogies and spit on them. Kind of man doesn't like bacon and doesn't like chocolate chip cookies. We all spit on them. Then we took him out back, kicked the crap out of him, drop kicked him into a trash can and kicked the trash can down the street and watched it drive slide away into the distance. Now, while we were a little bit disappointed in this man's behavior, of course we were kind of dude doesn't like bacon or chocolate chip cookies punk ass almost got to go to our good cheesesteak spot sickening he should be ashamed of himself i mean we overlook a lot of things in the club you know what i mean we look overlook a lot of things in the club you know we had a guy that did, did, oh, am i going to tell the story it may be embarrassing to him ha ha too bad, punk. You gave me permission. I'm not going to use your name, but ha ha ha, punk. The only one, the only ones who know that this happened to you are us and your wife, and the other guys' wives. <laughs> and if I was married, my wife, but I'm not. So here goes. Let's move these two punks out of the way. The no movie watching, no bacon loving losers gone. We're back to the real men. Damn it. So we're hanging around and we're just enjoying ourselves. And as always, I'm the designated driver. I don't drink. Everybody knows that. No big deal. So I'm, as always, I'm responsible for these grown ass men. So we're hanging out and we're having a great time. We're laughing and joking, eating bacon with chocolate chip cookies and stuff. Yeah, like the you know, back to the story. I don't want to get distracted by those two losers. And we're having a great time laughing and joking, breaking each other's balls mercilessly, torturing each other because we love each other. We're good buddies, destroying each other, busting each other up. That's what we do. <laughs> but one guy gets really, really drunk. And we're, and we're looking at him like, what the hell is going on here? And the thing was, everybody else, not me who doesn't drink alcohol at all, they were drinking beers. And this jackass saw this expensive beer, expensive uh, alcohol. I don't even remember what it was called. And he's, I am going to try it. You know, you, sometimes you go to a, a store, like a, a restaurant or a bar, and some bars have it. If you can eat this uh, hamburger, you get to eat free for a year if you can finish it. Or, you know, if you can finish this ice cream, you get free ice cream for a year. We'll give you a ticket. And this is one of those if you can finish this drink, you get your, you get a free tab for a month 
and this guy and the guy made a lot of money but he was a cheap bastard so i'm going dude you can't even i said you can barely handle beer i'm the one that drives your punk ass home the two the, the one night a month to get loaded you know i mean you don't get you know so you know, he doesn't get blasted to the point where he's he's uh I mean, he can't drive but he's not like destroyed but he can't drive you know and so he goes I'm, hey look i got you you drive right yeah he goes so you ain't gonna let nothing happen to me i'm drinking it and he goes up and he writes his name down on the thing and he's gonna try the drink and you can't actually do the drink unless you have a designated driver just in case you, you can't handle it okay and as it turns this is a long time ago nobody does this anymore that i know of at least not where i'm living um so he, he writes this thing on and everybody goes you got a man i'm like and the, and the guy just let him sign up because he knew that they, the, the crew was with me and i'm driving their punk asses so he drinks the thing and he thinks it's cool. He thinks everything's good. He thinks he's going to be fine. Hey, see, I just drank one of them and I'm all like, and I'm talking about it. Hit him really quickly. And we're looking at him like, oh, geez. Yeah, oh, geez. And the other two guys, they had like a beer each. This guy just had a beer and then that thing. And he's just, you know, right before. It's like he's like right before. Yeah, like, the you know what? The beginning of high right there. So we're going, dude, and he's like, well, and the guy goes, you you can't handle that. You don't get the free drinks. I'm going, you don't need no more damn drinks. He gets up, he goes to the bathroom, and he's in the bathroom, and he's taking a long time in the bathroom. And I'm like, let me go see what this jackass is doing. I walk into the bathroom. He's at the urinal. His pants aren't down. And I, he goes, oh, a little help here. And I'm going, <laughs> no. All right, so he finally gets his deal out. Apparently, I'm, I'm behind him. I'm not looking at his junk. He he gets in in prime peeing position. You know, you can, you can he's ready to go. And I'm I'm going all right. You all right? And I'm just gonna walk back out of the bar. He turns around and to say something to me, and of course his junk's out. And I'm going, dude, really? Come on, go finish your pee, and we'll talk back outside. And I'm walking out, and I hear. And I'm going, what the hell? I walk back in. He's so damn drunk, he forgot to turn back around to pee into the urinal. He's now unloading. You know how when you've been in the bar or at the end of a date, you know that you know when you as a guy when you there's a you know what it is when you when you go to the urine at the bar if you haven't gone to the bathroom in a while when you hit that that strong that where you where you feel like you're gonna push the urinal through the wall one of those type deals, well. He's doing that and I'm going to and I'm figuring out and he's really going strong here and I'm trying to figure out a way to get behind him to grab his shoulders to spin him around. But every time I approach him, he turns into my direction. So it's basically if you were look if you were looking at it through a security camera, it would look like he's trying to hit me with the stream. But that's not what's happening. And I can't every I go to the left. Hey, come on, man. He, he's, he's, he, I'm like, would you just stay in one position? Let me walk around you. You can come around here, man. And he's motioning. And I'm going, oh, Jesus, Lord. So by the time I can't get near the bastard because of all the pee, which is now coated the damn floor. And I'm like, dude, come on. Let me just let me call the let me just tell the bartender to to, um, you know, you know, we're we're cool with the bartender. He he would he would he would he'd have been a little upset, but I mean this this guy that that just coated the floor with, with you know, yeah, he's a good guy normally. And this was a, a you know he he drank something that he shouldn't have drank, and he it was too much for him. You know, this is just a you know. Yeah. <laughs> so at, now I'm on a part of the floor that's still dry. He isn't. He's like, you're right, man. And now he's simultaneously. Now we're gonna we're gonna overlook the fact that he wasn't actually heading toward the sink. 
Okay. He was actually heading toward the door. I'm like, you know what? You know, I'll I'll get some soapy rags from the behind the bar. We'll you know we'll give him ten bucks. We'll wipe we'll wipe the damn hands off and throw him in the trash. <sighs> Just want to get you out of here, you dumb bastard. He walks towards me, a slip, feet fly out from underneath him. He lands on his back. Now, the bottom half of his body is in the dry section of the floor. His upper back let's just say is not on the dry section of the floor and luckily he was able to keep his head up and me being who I am I'm so full of compassion I'm like are you okay man yeah I'm alright I stick my hand out and I was about to touch his hand and I went ah, ha, ha. no so I grabbed the inside of his of his shirt on the on the sleeves and I and he's and, and, I, and I pick him up I'm like dude if you touch me I'm throwing you right back on this floor and he goes oh sorry 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 I pick him up and he walks out and I, and he walks out to the dudes, the rest, the other dudes that are still outside. Look back at the bathroom floor. and I'm going, good God, what did you do? Drink a bathtub, make a bathtub. You suck down an Olympic pool. What the hell? You're like, I'm five, eight, you're five, six. I mean, geez, Louise, that's like, what the hell is wrong with this dude? So I walk back out and he's sitting there on the floor and he still looks a little doopa 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 doop. So the guys are laughing. Come on, man, you can't handle that stuff. <laughs> and they pat him on the back. And they're like, "Oh man, that drink is killing you, man. You sweating." And as they're saying that, I see them pat him on the back, and I'm walking towards him, and I can hear them talking. And I say, "Ha ha, that ain't sweat." And they're going, "Well, what is it?" <laughs> And they're sitting there holding their hands up like they're holding like they're holding an invisible platter of food because they don't want to touch themselves or have it near their face. So they are they they give me the high high and they all run into the bathroom and they see the floor and they come running back out of the bathroom and then they go into the girls' bathroom and the girls are going the ladies are going what the hell is going on there and then one of them goes and tells what happened and they go you know what go ahead in front of us so they wash their hands and come back out. And now, of course, I'm distracted by the vicious laughing I'm doing right now because I'm literally almost on the floor laughing. They come back out, man. Why don't you tell us that I didn't get a chance to tell you? You know, I mean, you know, what, I mean, what are the odds that he's going to have a back covered in urine? Probably about the same amount of uh, odds as the fact that he now has peed on himself in his pants at the chair. So now he has the pee covered back, and now his pants are wet. The dumb bastard. Who could handle the drinks that he couldn't handle? <laughs> right. Luckily, the people in the bar know us. So I picked it. So basically, I, I touched the front of his shirt where the buttons are, the only part that it's okay to touch without burning your hands off or chopping your hands off at the damn wrists. And we walk him back into the into the hallway where the bathroom is. And I, I, I the bartender comes up because what the hell is wrong with them? And I go, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, oh, I said, I said, yeah, the bathroom. He goes, oh, yeah, I'll send the maintenance guy in there real quick. A maintenance guy, I need you to go into the bathroom. Some jackass peed all over the floor. <laughs> he did. He said some jackass because he did. He knew the guy's name, but didn't want to say the guy's name. So we walk him into the alley, not the alley, but the 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 entryway. There's a there's the bar, and then there's a hallway where there's the first door is the men's room, and the second door is the ladies' room. So we're there's, there's, we're a bunch of guys like gingerly taking off this guy's clothes because uh-huh, they're covered in you know what, taking his shoes off with like broom handles and shit. Because <laughs> we don't want to touch his pee covered ass, and we love the guy, so we're gonna make sure we're not gonna have him sitting there, you know. 
So I go, anybody got anything? I said, we got to, we got to get this crap off the dude, man. And we're taking up. I said, I said, uh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. and I mentioned my friend's name, the another friend. I said, you still got, uh, you moved into the beach with your kids, right? Yeah. I said, you, you got, any, you still getting on the beach towels? And he goes, you know what? I got a beach towel in the trunk. He runs out, gets a beach towel, and it's a beach towel for his wife. His wife had a bunch of beach towels because she wanted to decide. She she decides when they're at the beach which beach towel she's going to use, which seemed goofy at the time, but as it turns out, it worked out in this case. So we get all of his piss-covered clothes off. We get him in a trash bag. We tie the trash bag up, and we wrap him up in the wrap him up in this big beach towel with flowers and bunnies on it, and uh, I think it said "sexy mom" or some crap like that. And we wrap him up in that, and we're walking him through the bar. Now we got that, one of us. One guy's carrying a bag, and we're walking him through the bar with a with a beach towel that goes from his chest to maybe about four inches above below where his junk was hanging. So he looks like he's wearing a mini a, a sexy skirt that was that was created in Paris. And we're walking through the bar now. Of course, the guy just said, "Now some dude just peed all over himself." So everybody now knows that this is the dude that peed on himself. And he see, and they a lot of them know us. So we're walking him out, and I, one guy's holding the bag, and I'm holding the towel around this this drunk bastard. And they're all, "Woo, woo, sexy mama, sexy mama, sexy mama." Oh man, look at that! Look at that ass! They're giving him a hard time because these are some other. Uh, not as close friends, but close enough to torture his punk ass when he does something stupid. <laughs> so we so walk his punk ass out of the bar. We put him in. And then the funny thing about it was there's police officers driving past us. You see a bunch of grown dudes looking with looks of disgust on their face, holding a trash bag with the, with between their thumb and pointer finger off, off to the side and a bunch and the three other dudes holding a towel around the guy and pushing him into the back seat, you know, and you kind of get the feeling the police officers see this and they go, I ain't doing this paperwork. I ain't doing it. Mm-mm. He don't look like he's, mm-mm. I ain't doing the paperwork. He looks over at me, meaning the police officer. I look at him. I'm going, I just pointed to the bar and he goes, mm. I go, it's cool. He goes, good, because I wasn't doing that. And then he, mm. he drives off. So I take his punk ass back home. I pull up to the house. I call his wife from the outside. <laughs> Hi, yes. Yeah, he's out here. Oh, what happened? Oh, she goes, oh, no. What, what did he do? And I go, all right. Um. <laughs> she goes, you're laughing, so I know he's not in danger. No, he's he's not. He tried the drink challenge. At the, he did not try the drink challenge. You know, damn well he can't do that. He he attempted the drink challenge, and then what happened? And then I told her what happened, and he peed on the floor, and he goes, "Oh my God, what's what's?" And I go, "He got his clothes in the back. He got his clothes in the bag. What's he wearing?" I said, "Um, could you just open the front door so we can run him in the house, please?" It's, it's nighttime. No one's gonna see him. I said, with his luck, trust me. With his luck, a news a news truck is gonna come around the corner and do a live story. So he gets out of the car and she laughed. His she's she sees the towel. Now she was actually at the beach with the other guy's wife, so she's familiar with that towel. And she's literally laughing this bastard up the steps. And then when he walks past her. She slaps him on the ass. She goes, woo, sexy mommy. And I said, yeah, well, no one not sexy. What? And then I handed her the piss clothes bag. She goes, oh, God. 
And I go, I said, let me put this right in the washer. Thanks, ass. I said, no problem, no problem. And I said, uh, make sure you tell him what happened in the morning. And in fact, don't tell him what happened in the morning. <laughs> let us tell him. <laughs> and of course, he was called PP back for about three years. You know, I mean, you know, what's he going to do? Get mad? You going to get mad because he called you PP back? We didn't call you PP back in front of other people. We only called you PP back in front of us. Of course, I'm calling you PP back in front of a whole lot of people now, but nobody knows. You gave me permission to tell the story. Look, if I can strip pee covered clothes off your punk ass and put your naked ass in a towel and put your punk ass in my car, punk, and take you back to your wife, punk, I get to tell a story. <laughs> and we looked at him differently for a long time. Not in a bad way, but in a <laughs> you fell in your own piss type way. Because <laughs> that's what friends are for, for laughing. <laughs> well, my brother, there's the story. I know you're listening. And you know damn well I didn't tell any lies. And thank you for letting me tell the story. PP back. <laughs> segment over all right guys let me tell you something here <laughs> i'm gonna tell i'm gonna tell you a little story um i ran into a, a comic that's a young guy young comic and i remember when i was his age he's he was at he's at the i gotta work a nine to five job and do comedy on the side stage and i said to him i said you gotta make a decision my friend he said if you're gonna pick a career you gotta realize once you start down the career path of the whatever job you're taking you, it's okay to take that seriously. Say you work for the phone company and you become successful at the phone company and you're making 70 grand a year or something like that. It's okay to do that and still do comedy on the side. I personally know people who've done that. You know, they've worked at, at, a, at a job. They liked their job. They were good at their job. And they did comedy on the side. They're still a comedian. All the other comedians still respect and love them. They're still a comedian. But when you work at a job and you start making 50, 60, 70 grand a year, I got news for you. Two, a bunch of things are going to happen. One, comedy is going to move way down on priority list. Two, you're going to get married and have kids because you're making enough money to take care of the kids. And three, your wife is really probably not going to like the fact that you work all week and bust your ass working those 60, 70 hour weeks. And then your dumb ass wants to spend Friday and Saturday nights talking to drunk people. You got to have to make a decision. You know, if you want to go for a career career, go for it and realize that comedy is going to be your hobby. But if you want to go after comedy, you got to go after it. That's the only way it's going to work, my friend. You know what I'm saying? Now, you can try to do a foot in both worlds. You can do that. I've seen people do that. And some people are successful with it. But if you want to be real about it, you got to make a decision, you know, and I found and that that was the truth for me, you know, um, <laughs> I worked at a, <laughs> this place. I laugh when I think about this place because they were such such pieces of crap to me. That's why I'm not going to use the name of the product that I sold, and I'm not going to use the name of the business. It's a legitimate business. It's a storefront that sold products. I'm not going to use the name of it because they're pieces of crap to me. And I got a job at a place that sold a certain thing, and I was a pretty good salesperson, as it turns out. I get a job at this place and there's a manager there and he's giving me the whole, hey, kid, I'll take you under my wing, kid. Ha, ha, ha. And we're going to do things, kid. It's going to be great, kid. You know, by the end of the first year, I was able to sell this amount, this, that, this, that, 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 that. He's going through all of that crap that he was able to do after a year of busting his butt. 
I started on Monday. By Thursday, I was generating the same amount of sales it took him to generate after a year of busting his ass. And it was just a job to me. I didn't say that to them. I made it seem like I was, hey, this place is great. I'm going to be here forever. The hell out of here. No, but I didn't want to be disrespectful to them. But it was okay to do the job. I, I was successful at the job. I wasn't getting the commission like he was. I wasn't getting the percentage of the overall store sales and all of that crap like he was. I wasn't getting a piece of the of the repurchases and the re and, you know and re ups. I wasn't getting. Any, I was just working on a straight seven bucks an hour, and which was pretty good in the nineties, early nineties, right? I'd gotten a job through an employment agency, and as it turns out, the employment agency was getting they were getting paid ten dollars now and giving me seven and they took three not a problem like i said i wasn't going to stay at this job anyway i was working on my comedy thing it wasn't about this job i was going to do this job to the best of my abilities but it wasn't my career because i knew comedy was my thing and that's what it was always going to be my thing but i was going to do this job while i was there and i was going to do it the best way that i could now the kid i was talking to he basically decided he wants the career, the wife and the kid, and he's going to have comedy off on the side, which is fine. I'm just saying I'm just telling you what I saw. Make your own decision. Back to me. So I, I made the decision. You know, so I, I did my job at the, at the gig. Not a problem. Like I said, seven bucks an hour. I was able to pay my bills and take care of business. Not a problem. I didn't mind giving up the three bucks to the, to the, to the employment agency. Not a big deal because I knew 90 days. Not a problem. I'll be making what I, this position should make. And I found out by overhearing someone talk on the phone that in the position that I was in, I was supposed to be making $14 an hour. Oh, yeah. Which means after the probation period, I was going to go from seven, which was definitely doing the job, definitely paying the bills, definitely putting money in my pocket. I was doing good. No kids, no girlfriend, none of that crap. Just me. This was fine. Taking care of business. And I was all of a sudden going to double that up at a job that only took six or seven hours a day, which didn't interfere with my comedy at all. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to be good. I might stay here for a longer period of time, you know, until it, till the, the comedy really takes off and the comedy comedy money surpasses the job money and I can see uh, end of the uh, uh, you know a light at the end of the tunnel and then I'm out of there but I'll give them notice and I'm not going to just sneak out on them I'm not going to do that I'm not that type of cat but I'm liking this I'm liking where this is going and the guy's taking me under his wing but he's also noticing that I'm blowing his ass out when it comes to sales he's not as good a salesperson as I am he's good but I'm funny he's good but I'm charming he's good but my customers are laughing and hugging me oh no now, normally that's a good thing, but <laughs> he starts noticing that the customers who come in there have two choices. They could go to where he's sitting behind the computer or to where I'm sitting by the computer. And you can see people trying to get over to where I'm sitting by the computer, looking disappointed because there's too many people and going, oh, maybe you can help me. And he's looking over at me like, hey, and I know he's thinking, you bastard. I have two computers on my desk. There's more people coming to my side of the thing because they want up. They want up there. Who's the funny guy who's into doing all the sales and all that crap? And then the, and now I have two people in front of me, and I turn on the other terminal. Now I'm working two terminals and working with two customers at the same time. They're both buying similar products, and I'm trying to sell them. So I'm smart enough 
take the computer, drag it closer to me, drag the computer keyboard closer to me. And I had them engage in conversation about the product that they were going to purchase because it was similar. And because as they were talking, I was inputting the information with at they were at with their permission into the computer and starting the transactions. So now I have people coming up two at a time, two families at a time. At a time, I'm working both terminals simultaneously, successfully, and accurately. And someone walks into the front door, and instead of the store manager who's got one person who's looking over at us over here at the party at the desk I'm working at, and the regional manager walks in, and he looks over, and the guy on the other side who's the manager is looking up at him like, <laughs> and he's looking over me, and he's got, you know, you, you, you know those really bad TV shows where the guy goes, hmm, he's, got, he's rubbing his thumb and pointer finger on his chin like, I think we got something here. And they're they're all gracious to me, but I could see the store manager looking at me like, oh, crap. And I can see the regional manager looking at me like, ha ha. <laughs> right. Now, the regional manager, Mr. Thomas, we've got big plans for you. And the manager, he's not, he's not mean to me, but I could see he's annoyed. Okay, thanks. Then all of a sudden, some of my orders start getting a little messed up. And I'm a very particular person. When I leave the house, I check all doors and windows. I double check the doors when I get out of my car. I do. I have this routine where when I get out of my car, I physically look at my keys to make sure that I have them. I have a pat routine where I pat front pocket, front pocket, back pocket, back pocket. And I pat my ear to make sure the Bluetooth's in. So if every every time I pat, I know that there's something supposed to be in that pocket. I can feel that it's in that pocket and I never leave stuff when i go out i very i've only locked myself out of my car one time in the past 30 years and i've never locked myself out of my house and i've never left without my wallet why because of the pat system that's how particular i am when i do that and that's how particularly are particular i am when i input crap into a computer when i'm using people's credit card numbers and addresses so i didn't make any mistakes like that but suddenly i was making mistakes not big mistakes little mistakes because he didn't want me to be humiliated, I guess, but I think there was someone who wanted me to not be thought of as highly as I was before. Oh, no. So all of a sudden it gets to day 80, day 82, 83, 84, 85, 86. Hello, is this Mr. Thomas? That's me. Yeah, um, they don't need you at that place anymore. Um, so we're going we're gonna to begin looking for something else for you. Okay, great. Did they say it was a problem? Oh, no, no, that's not a problem. Two weeks goes by and all of a sudden I'm back and I'm there for 84 days and then I'm going again and I realize, oh, they don't mind me making all these sales for their punk asses, but they don't want to pay me $14 an hour and they don't want me to get into the commission. Well, not they, the guy at the desk next to me getting his ass whooped by me in sales. And I realized, yeah, I could sit there and go through this process again and again and again and again and again. Or I could say F this and concentrate on the damn comedy because this isn't worth it. The stress isn't worth it. Having two weeks off at a time every 80 to 80 to 86 days isn't worth it. I could have stayed there and fought for that and spent more time on that. But all that would have done any, nothing but make comedy harder for me. And I said, hell no, I'm out. And that's why I gave that kid that kind of advice. You got to make a decision. Is this job worth it? Really? 
Is this job really, really worth it? Do you want to do this or not? If I really wanted that job badly, I would have stayed on that job and continued whipping that dude's ass in sales. I would have actually cranked it up because half of my, most of my time was devoted to comedy. This was just something I did, but I didn't study that stuff. As, as, I, mean, I studied enough to memorize it, but I didn't take it seriously. Had I actually taken it really seriously, I would have really whooped his ass in sales. But I didn't want to do that. So I said, nah, I'm not doing that anymore. And I devoted myself to the jokes. (laughs) So that's the thing I want to say, man. You know, this there's always, you know, some stuff that you kind of want to do that, you know, you need to be doing and you want to groove to it. And then there's some crap that's in the way. And sometimes the crap that's in the way is worth it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's like, I shouldn't say crap that's in the way, but say for the, I mean, you know, that was really a bad way to put it. crap that's in the way. I know that I get a little free with the way I describe things sometimes for comedic purposes, but I should say there are certain things that are, that are things you, responsibilities that you have. And you have to ask yourself if those particular responsibilities are worth it. You know, like if it's, if it's a great spouse and great kids, you know, then maybe you can, maybe you don't get to hang out with your friends at the bar as much because you want to spend time with your spouse and kids. I, you know, you much rather get the hugs and kisses from your babies, you know, and hugs and kisses from your wife. You know what I'm saying? And sit around the dinner table and tap each other on the nose with ice cream cones, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and all that kind of stuff or make paper mache with your kids or if you don't have kids, do stuff with your wife. Oh, yeah. You want to do that. That's more important than hanging out with your boys. It's much fun as hanging out with your boys. You can still hang out with your boys, just not as much. You know, and if you have a, a thing you want to do, like I do with comedy, there's certain things I can't do because I have to concentrate on that. There's certain things I can't do because I have to prepare my podcast. And they're not as important to me as the podcast because this is one of the most important things to me, how much I love doing this show for my sass potters and, of course, for my personal enjoyment. So all I'm saying is, like I said, I know there's something that's important to you, you know, and there's some things that are in the way or responsibilities. Are are those responsibilities more important? You know, is watching that television show more important than working out? You know, is talking on the phone for four hours to somebody more important than talking to on the phone for two hours and then working two hours more on a project that you know, know you need to do? I don't think it is. And that's why there's some stupid crap that I'm not doing so I can do this, you bastards. <laughs> you dig? I hope you do. Segment over. Well, folks, this has been episode number 217-217 of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. I want to thank you guys very, very much for listening to this crap. Uh, much love to you. Thank you for the kind words. Um, for those of you that, uh, that want to send an email, and feel free to send devotions uh, use the word, use words like hilarious, genius, and I can't live without your podcast. Feel free to use those phrases. I'm not suggesting them. I'm just saying make sure you use that crap when you write to me. The email address for me is the S. Anthony Says Podcast at gmail.com. The Twitter addresses for me, my personal Twitter is at S. Anthony Thomas, and the Twitter for the show is at S. Anthony Says. Damn it, follow both of them. And I have a verified um, artist page on Facebook. It's S. Anthony Says or at S. Anthony Says on Facebook. Either one of those will lead to me. You'll see the blue check and you'll know that that, in fact, is me as a verified by Facebook. And uh, more than anything else, man, I just want to say thank you guys. Man, you guys have been like really, really super cool to me and I appreciate it. 
you know, I appreciate that. There's a lot of people saying about how smooth and incredible my voice is. And I would like to say thank you very, very much. And I know, ha, 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 code 45. <laughs> thank you very much for everything, Sass Potters. You're the coolest bastards on the planet. Like I said on Twitter, you're the coolest bastards on the planet. And I, I have much love for all of you. Thank you very much. Um, subscribe to the podcast, please. Thank you. Uh, spread the word about the podcast please thank you give a five star rating to the podcast please thank you and come back next week to listen to more of this crap again please thank you and I'm going to say it like I always say it when I close out the show for those of you that listen to this show you know what I'm about to say it doesn't matter whether you listen to this show in your car on a lawnmower on a treadmill make sure you keep listening and on the count of three I'm going to say goodbye the way that I say goodbye I want you to say it with me on the count of three one two three S Anthony out